Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I am your host, the only Tyler Peacock um, NCAA tournament. First weekend um, just happened. So uh, we promised we'd come back. And uh, Bryce Bumgarner, welcome aboard again. Thanks. Definitely not here to talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's for sure. And uh, Bobby Russell as well. What's up? I, I am here to talk about the best team in Ohio, the yeah, Ohio Bobcats. I've got a bone <laughs> bone to pick with everybody in Athens, Ohio. I'm fired up. Right on. Well, um, this is weird. I mean, kind of – we're recording this full disclosure on a Wednesday evening, but uh, past years, it's with the exception of last, uh, we'd be, you know, less than 24 hours away from the Sweet 16 games tipping off. But, hey, they go on Saturday and Sunday this year. Um, we'll go in chronological order here. Um, I'm sure we all had this matchup. 2.40 Eastern time tip on CBS. Uh, the 12 seed Oregon State, the Beavs of the Pac-12. Uh, they will take on the 8 seed Loyola Chicago Ramblers. I'll throw this one to Bobby first. Um, like I said, I don't think any of us really had this matchup. So um, some thoughts on the game, a pick, whatever you want to take it. Uh, wherever you want to take it, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Coming coming out of the, the Pac-12 tournament, you know, Oregon State was picked last in the Pac-12 this year. Um, they're going on an incredible run to win that tournament and play their way in. And the Pac-12 as a whole conference has not lost a game yet in the tournament, which is incredible to say the most when you don't have your traditional Washington, Arizona, Arizona State. You have your USC, your Oregon and Oregon State. So I'm kind of bummed I didn't pick them. I, I thought they would get hot coming out of that. Um, but cool to see them always. And then other side of that game, uh, Loyola, you know, they had the magical Final Four run a couple of years ago. And, I mean, two games away from it now. And probably the most fun part of the bracket to watch this weekend, I would say, with the four teams that are there. Yeah. Uh, Bryce, your thoughts on this, um, this one? Um, yeah. Give me, you know, Loyola. They're riding momentum. They just spanked what I think a lot of people thought were the best team in the country. I mean, just completely I did, I took uh, – Yeah, just completely took Illinois off their game, which, I mean, I've watched a lot of Illinois, and I was like, boy, this, this team, you know, top to bottom, it's just like they're good. They've got people coming off the bench that can play. They've got depth. They've got – People that can shoot, they got you know, Coburn underneath with that other fucking big white dude. Don't know his name, but yeah, like they're they're ready to go. And then like Loyola made him look uh, look like shit, honestly. So um, this, this is maybe jumping the gun, but they're going back. They're going back to the Final Four. There's no doubt. They're yeah. they're going. They're going there. So give me uh, I don't even know the, the the fighting sister sister jeans. So. The, this them. is this is where I'm taking it. I I'm I, I'm just sick. I'm sick of Sister Jean. This might sound awful, but yeah, I hear you. I, I hear I'm ya. just I'm sick of her. Like, sorry. That's but uh, Crutwig, the the big guy, the mustachioed uh, post player they got, just fundamentally sound. Yeah, they're gonna take care of the Beebs. Um Let's stay in that region. Actually, uh, the nightcap. On Saturday night, the 11 seed, the Orange of Syracuse, Jimmy Beheim, uh does it again as a double-digit seed. 
gets Syracuse to the Sweet 16. They'll take on the two seed, the only team uh, in that region to to chalk its way through so far. Houston, um, I man, I look at this game and I kind of like Houston, but they're banged up and the zone just fucking it it just makes teams freak out, especially when they haven't seen it. I think I'm I'm with the Loyola Syracuse matchup in that region in the regional final. Uh, Bryce, Bobby, uh, after that, just your thoughts on this game and what do you guys say? I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I think teams you start to panic. It's like you, you're you're finding, I don't know, like the Da Vinci Code. You're trying to crack it. You know what I mean? It's just this, you know, Rubik's cube. And once you crack it, like once you start getting something down, you're like, okay, I know how to I know how to defeat this. But but teams will panic. They'll take bad shots. Um, and honestly, I haven't seen a whole lot of Houston. The one time I did see them, I think it was in their conference championship against Memphis. And I think Memphis played right there with them. So not saying they don't impress me, but um, I, yeah, I just think Syracuse has got, again, back to momentum. I think they're, they're finding some groove there. And again, zone, Bayheim, March. There you go. Yeah. Bobby, your thoughts. Yeah, that's exactly my thoughts there. Bayheim, Syracuse, I think the last time, they had a great run. They were an 11 seed as well when they made the final four a couple of years ago. Um, so they just know how to play once they get there. And, you know, shout out Buddy Beheim. I mean, he's a coach's kid. Obviously, there's that narrative. But to show up on that stage and play the biggest games of your life at this time, there's nothing better than that. And Houston, you know, they probably look at this like, yeah, we have the easiest run. So I think they're going to come in a little too confident. And, you know, I think Syracuse is right there. And like, I think I'm with both of you. That's Loyola and Syracuse going to the lead eight. Yeah. Um, just close out that region. I'm, I'm with the, I'm with you, Bryce. Um, I do think Syracuse, that, that matchup's interesting. Uh, I haven't really seen Loyola go up against his own team, but uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just like the vibe. Um, they looked like the one seed last weekend when they, they beat Illinois. It looked like they kind of morphed. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. So I'm going Loyola. I know, Bryce, you said that as well. Bobby, uh, who's going to represent this region in the Final Four next weekend? You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Syracuse out of this just to be a little different. I think, like you said, the 2-3 zone, they're shooting lights out right now. And, you know, it's March when anything can happen. And I think they're showing that right now. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, let's go to <laughs> let's go to the uh, the the third game of the night, seven twenty five Eastern TBS. The fifteen seed, second ever fifteen seed to reach the Sweet Sixteen. Oral Roberts, uh, the Golden Eagles, will take on Woo Pig Suey, the Arkansas Razorbacks, the three seed. Um, listen, Amos, the the O'Banner, O'Bannon kid, whatever. He's been lights out too. I give Oral Roberts a shot here, but uh, Bobby, how say you? Yeah, like, they got to hit shots. I mean, they take so many three pointers and deep three pointers at that. Um, you know, shout out to them for making the Sweet Sixteen, the uh, first fifteen seed to do so since Florida Gulf Coast, and a shout out local kid Chase Spieler from back then. And uh, so I think this is about as far as their run goes. Um, I don't think they make it past Arkansas. Coach Moss has got them playing well, and I think they're going to make their way into the lead eight. Bryce. Hmm. 
Um, I mean, yeah. Give, I, <laughs> I mean, go ahead. What? Like, I, <laughs> Oral Roberts, fuck them, you know. I mean, you, th- this could be your therapy. No, time right no. Now. So here's the thing: I have a fucking standing meeting at 3 p.m. on Fridays, and when did Ohio State play? 3 p.m. Right on at Friday, that time. right on that fucking time. And guess what? My meeting ran over, and it's with like our big regional team, and I can't be like. <laughs> You know, I'm getting questioned and shit. I can't be like on my phone or YouTube TV, you know, YouTube TV pulled up on the side, and like not paying attention. So, you know, I did. I I did. I glanced a little bit, and I was like, all right, halftime, you were tied. All right, whatever. We'll we'll break free. And then I got like I, I had more shit going on. It was just for me. It was it was it was over before it began, guys. And uh, when you when you turn the ball like shit from the charity stripe. And, yeah, it's that's what happens. You you caught a buzzsaw, and um, they fucking hit their shots. And, and props to them. And Ohio State. I hope this this makes them like they they return a lot of people. And they, they should be back. But uh, hopefully, it's a, a lesson learned. A lot of them didn't have the tournament experience because they were so young and didn't have it last year. So anyway, props to Oral Roberts. I've got Arkansas beating the piss out of them. Um, I really liked what I saw against Texas Tech. Um, Good game. That yeah, hell of a game. Just a, a lot of fun that uh, Justin – was it Justin Smith? I think he was a transfer from Indiana maybe. He, he He's a hell of a player. Um, yeah, I just like what they've done. And I think I had Arkansas um, going to the Final Four anyway. So that's just – I'm going to stick with my gut. I think they beat Oral Roberts for sure. Yeah, I, I had him definitely uh, matching up with Baylor uh, in the next game. So I guess we could kind of segue there. We're on the Hogs. Um, yeah, we got – Villanova, I think. Uh, well, I know I was down on them. Um, kind of thought maybe they would lose their first round matchup. Um, here we are, though. They're in the Sweet 16. It's kind of, you know, Jay Wright. Is this another a tournament run, another Final Four run for that program? Or does Baylor finally break through? Baylor, they've, they've been impressive. I mean, I don't know if you guys uh, watched them, but they just kind of took care of their business the last two games. Um, I think this is going to be the best game potentially Saturday, uh, five fifteen. So nice um, late afternoon, evening window. Um, I got to take the Bears. I'm staying with my bracket. Um, I'll, I'll bounce it back to to Bryce, then Bobby. Just your guys' thoughts. Uh, yeah, g- give me give me Baylor. Um, you know, I I had a little bit of doubt. I thought Wisconsin could come out and and uh, kind of impose their will a little bit and play physical, but uh, Baylor's just too athletic and just like they were just dunking all over the place and just had a lot of team speed and they're quick they're really quick mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah and i'm not saying you know philadelphia isn't good just looking here you know it's like winthrop and north texas okay so they kind of skated by now they now they play the big dog i think baylor's poised uh you know for the final four imagine that the like Gonzaga and Baylor, like two best teams all year are probably going to play each other in the championship so um yeah give me baylor in this one yeah, um, I've I've been down on Villanova this whole time. I had them getting beaten the first time by Winthrop. Um, Winthrop just didn't have enough in the tank there in that game. And then they get a nice, easy, easier game, I would say, in the second round against North Texas, who come out and um, upset uh, Purdue in the first round. So, you know, Jay Wright's got them playing well. He's got them kind of buying in at the right time. It's going to be a really good game, the two contrasting styles that Baylor plays versus how Villanova plays. 
but Baylor just too damn good. Got way too much, too athletic, and I, like like I said, they're one of the two best teams all year. Probably wouldn't end up in the final game. So I got Baylor moving on here too. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just to close that region, I'm going to stick with my bracket. Um, I'll take Baylor over an, Ar- over an Arkansas team. Um, Bobby, Bryce, uh, who, who's getting out of this region? Uh, I'm going to roll with Bryce on that. He, he had Arkansas in the Final Four. I didn't think they would make it out of the Sweet 16, but I'm going to I'm gonna roll with them now. Uh, I think they got it going. I think they uh, kind of fight their way in. Yeah. All right, something, something about them just – I watched it back. I think it was like a February game, like a sleepy Tuesday game going to Rupp Arena. And just from what I saw, they they dug themselves a hole and climbed back. And I was like, I like this team a lot. So, yeah, they're they're good. Um, all right, moving on Sunday. This this slate uh, on paper it, and it I'm looks getting a so phone much call. better. I'm getting a phone call. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. From Marion, Ohio. Who the fuck? I don't know nobody in Marion. I'm getting a phone call from Mar- probably a jail. Probably some inmates fucking calling me. Probably found my number on MySpace or something. Uh, anyway, Arkansas. Sorry guys. Sorry for the interruption. That's so unprofessional. No, you, we no, we get paid, we get paid too much money for that type of shit, guys. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Way too sorry much. Sorry to let the team down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, if if I wasn't for sure, it would screw up the the call we're on. I've Kind of wanted to hear that, but then again, I don't, I don't know what would have happened there. Yeah. So that's it, okay. Yeah, no big deal. No um, big deal. <laughs> Creighton, Bryce's new favorite team. Yes, uh, they take on Gonzaga. Yep, uh, two ten Sunday. Um, Gonzaga's gonna roll. I mean, Bobby, Bryce, like you guys can take the gloves off here um, and fight about this uh, OU thing if you want and give a prediction. But I'm, I'm getting out of the way here real quick. Well, Creighton's. Like they've really played nobody, so I don't think they're gonna beat Gonzaga. <laughs> like I don't, I don't. I knew they played Santa Santa Barbara in the first round, and then they beat some fucking federal hawking team in the second round. <laughs> no, okay. Look, here's the thing: being from Logan, Ohio, and I've always supported Ohio athletics, like. Larry, Larry Obviously. Hunter. I mean, like back in the day, like I've always wanted them to do well. Like I thought it was Jim Grubb. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All that shit. You know, always supported them. Always wanted them to do well. There was never, and, and, and I'm, and I'm a thousand times more of an Ohio State fan, but I've always wanted OU to do well. And it fucking pisses me off when like OU has their, like, again, they they won a game. They beat Virginia. Good for them. I'm really proud of them. I was so fucking happy. And then what? Three hours later, it's the Ohio University and and all this like first and finest bullshit. Like, I, cool, great school. Partied there plenty of times. I'm a huge fan. But all this shit, this cockiness, arrogance. It's like, okay, like what? Why? Why is it? Why is it geared towards Ohio State and not? Your actual fucking rivals. I know you don't. I don't know. You know Miami, yada yada yada. Boy, Green, Akron, whatever you want to call it. Like, fucking throw shade at them. Talk shit to them. Why does it have to be towards Ohio State? What's the inferior? Like, was it uh, an inferiority complex or whatever it is? Like we're talking about. Like it's just. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it, and it makes me want them not to do well now. I'm like, 
I, and yeah, so I was a little salty there, and I was like, I hope fucking Creighton beats their ass now, like cocksuckers. And Bobby, that you got your and, yeah. Then Bobby, I'm not calling you out, <laughs> but Dad. you you being a Notre Dame fan and an OU fan, of course you're not like. I could see why you would want to like talk shit to Ohio State. Yeah, they blew it. They fucking blew one game, but it's also like, you know. It's not like you guys have been to multiple Final Fours. It's not like we play each other every year. It's not like we're in the same conference. There's really no rivalry whatsoever, you know? So I, I just don't get it. I get it. You, you want a game. You want to pump your chest and, and, you know, whatever. So that's all I have to say about that. All I heard from that was that OU lives rent-free inside of Bryce's head right now since we won one more <laughs> game this year. But let's not – let's not – okay. And, like, the whole, like – Oh, you like, let's not act like they made it to the Elite Eight. They won a fucking game. They won one game. They upset Virginia. It wasn't even compared to what they did in what, 2012, right? When they like won multiple games and like almost knocked off North Carolina. Like, you can't. They did what a lot of teams do is upset a, 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 you know, a higher or lower seed, I guess you could say. So, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm happy for them. I wanted them to win. I was so excited when they made the tournament, like I've always been when they've ever made the tournament. So, and then it's like back to it, back to like talking shit to Ohio State. It's like, <laughs> why? Why is Ohio State even mentioned in this? I, I think one of the biggest things for me, like the example that what happened on Friday, uh, my wife and I went out to dinner right at the end of. We got there at the restaurant right at the time the Ohio State game was going into overtime. What restaurant were you at, Bobby? Uh, Zapata's Mexican restaurant in Pickerington. Wow. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, free, free plug for yeah. Zapata's. Or... Yeah. Sponsor the pod. Yeah. And uh, I think, and you know, she comes over and she's like, "Oh, I think we're going to lose." And I'm sitting there wearing an OU alumni sweatshirt, and I was like, "Oh, good." And she's like, "What do you mean? You're wearing an Ohio shirt?" And I was like. <laughs> No, this is Ohio University, not Ohio State. And she's like, oh. And then she just kind of walked away and didn't take our order. But <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, I get it. Like, both schools are great academically. Obviously, one has had a lot more success in sports over the years. But I think it's just something about Athens. And people at Ohio State do the same thing, too. They have the, I don't know what the opposite of inferiority complex is. Superior. Yeah, I think that would yeah. be superior. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's my OU education uh-huh. showing. Um, but they, they always talk about how Columbus is so much better, and I was like, it's it's you can't compare the two because it's two completely different settings. One's a mid-sized city, and one is in the cusp of poverty in Ohio, the number one place of poverty. And I, I don't know. I mean, I've always hated Ohio State my whole life, so. I'm probably not the best person (laughs) to go about this, but that's just my kind of view on it. And being like, OU gets in like once every five years. So when we do win, it's the biggest win of, of the era. I mean, you beat Michigan two years or whatever, nine years ago. And then we make sweet 16. We beat the defending national champion this year. It's it's just something that you'd like to see because you know we don't get to go to a BCS game. We don't get to go to the college football playoffs. Yeah, be happy. We get to be go happy. To the- I'm not saying you can't be happy. I think yeah, fucking get get COVID all over Court Street. You know, fucking tear tear some shit down, burn a couch, whatever you got to do. I don't care. I just don't. I don't. I don't get why like it comes back to being like 
yeah, Ohio State, fuck you. Yeah, see what we did? <laughs> like, we're the new like, – no, like, no. We're the new kids on the block now. I don't get it. Uh, and that's just – and I get it. And, and you – and uh, Ohio State fans, a lot of them, I'd say, like, 70% of them do suck and are, like, rather annoying. So, I, I know that was probably all that shit was, like, geared towards, like, the shitty Ohio State fans, and I'm – eh. I, I just want this to turn into They didn't like, beat Ohio State. I mean, they didn't beat it's like we right. think they beat them. Like what Dayton did there like what, five years ago. Like, yeah, if you beat us and talk as much shit as you want, but whatever. I, I kinda wanna I and it never will because Ohio State's just that high of higher of a profile, obviously, but I um I kind of secretly love the the battles these colleges try to start with one another. Like who who Chicago's team? Like, is it Northwestern? Is it Illinois? Is it Notre Dame? Like, you know, uh, New York, like the city. Is it St. John's? Mm-hmm. Is it this team? Is it this school? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Is it, right. yeah, is it, is it Buffalo? Yeah. Like, you know, is it Rutgers? Um, I, I kind of want, you know, these Mac schools to start, start arguing, fighting on social media. Like, which school was like mm, third or fourth on their best year in the pecking order? Like OU, OU could be nasty though. Just to move on next year, if Preston stays, uh, there will be very high expectations because um, you know they could bring back their entire team, and um, you know with the transfer portal going to be loaded, just like it is in every sport these days. It seems like you know you never know who they could add. But uh, just to close this game out, you guys are both on the zag, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back, back to <laughs> what's actually happening. Yeah, give me Gonzaga. Yeah, the, the yeah the ultimate spin zone. At least we don't have to get destroyed by Gonzaga. So, yep. Think, and think about it that tran- way. transitive property. We're the defending national champs. Ric Flair rules. Yep. So anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Uh, a game that scares the shit out of me is next, five p.m. Sunday. Uh, the four seed Florida State Seminoles takes on Michigan, uh, a place I'm fond of. Um, I'm scared because Florida State, they, they got mutants. It's just like every other Florida State team under Leonard Hamilton. So they got a bunch of bodies to throw at uh, Mr. Dickinson on the inside. But I'm kind of confident in Michigan because I don't know if you guys watched that LSU game uh, Monday night, but I mean, they kept getting punched. LSU was throwing their best shots at them. And fucking Jawan's boys didn't flinch, and I I think this time of year especially that's you know that and their experience too, and so they've kind of seen it all. Um, I I think it'd be close, but I think I like Michigan's offense a little bit better. Um, out there at the Bobby, both you fucking hate Michigan, but I feel like I don't know. I that's a obviously Bobby you probably hate us a little less than Bryce, but uh, go ahead, you guys are thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I watched a little bit of the Michigan LSU game, and I didn't. The way it started, I was like, LSU's got this in the bag, um, but they don't play defense. So Michigan came right back in the game. Um, the only other game I've watched of Michigan the entire year was the Big Ten tournament game against Ohio State when they came back. So they never lose composure all the way. They always stay right in it. They just keep playing Michigan basketball, and they find a way to win. And I haven't watched any of Florida State. I'm not going to lie. Um, like you said, they are from like this, if you're I'm reading their stats right now, they're pretty balanced. They got a couple of good guys, but I think Michigan rules on this one. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really hate 
Michigan basketball. Like it's a little different. I mean, I know there is a rivalry, but I don't. I I I, I feel the same way about Ohio State basketball. I'll be honest yeah, with you. I think it's it, it's it is different. I, I just thought it was, you know, I, I, there is there is like a you know when you see the two on the on the court or on the field, you know, naturally you're like, yeah, we want to beat them regardless of a gymnastics track, whatever it may be. Tiddly yeah, wings. Fucking, you know, whatever, whatever pissing contest <laughs> we'll get into. Like, I hope we win. Um, I'm in a, I'm in a tough spot because I'm like, well, I've always like bowl games tournament. I'm always pulling for the big 10. Um, it sucks that Michigan is the last, <laughs> the last team who would have, I mean, not saying who would have guessed that, but who would have guessed it would have been, it would have o- been here. We're Obi-Wan. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm pulling for, I'm pulling for Michigan. I think they're going to win this game. Um, man, Shondi Brown, huh? What a what a fucking player. He's uh it seems like when he's on the court, things go well. And I don't know, it reminds me like it almost looks like he looks like reminds me of Jalen Rose. There's like a mix between like if Jalen Rose and Michael Finley had a baby, it would be Shondi Brown. So um not their skill sets, but just like literally like what they look like. So um on that note, I'll take I'll, I'll take Michigan. I think they make it one more, and I think I think Again, jumping ahead, I think Bama. I think Bama's got a little too much for him. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, does does UCLA in your mind have a chance? That's the next um, game against the the I mean, Tide. They certainly have a chance. I think. I think Bama is just. You know, they've been the, they've been. I guess they won the the SEC, and I was high on Arkansas, and so. I think they've been consistently, you know, a top ten team all year, and. I just I think it just came down to like if if Livers was in and healthy and they had the same team as they did two weeks ago, I probably would have had Michigan winning it all. So I just think he he added so much to their you know to their team and with him being out and seeing what and and, and LSU took Alabama to the wire in the SEC championship game and that was a great game. It was back and forth. But um, I just think overall, Bama's Bama's got what it what it takes to to win to win the entire region. I think they beat UCLA. UCLA's a little surprise pick that they're there. Good for them. Um, yeah. Roll Tide. Yeah, they, I guess. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sick of their asses too. Alabama. They they're just like that that NBA like now new school NBA offense where it's you know pace. Ton of threes or layups. They don't shoot any mid-range uh, jump shots. They're deep, and they're actually, if you look up the uh, advanced metrics, uh, as fast as they play, um, adjusted pace defensively, they're really good. So that Michigan Alabama matchups also what I have. Um, I, I'm going to be a homer, but I'll, I'll let Bobby finish this region out. Um, your thoughts on the UCLA Bama matchup and who you got coming out? Yeah, UCLA's had a hell of a run. Uh, I, I kind of thought that whoever won between them or Michigan State would make a Sweet 16 run. I just couldn't pull the trigger um, and, and pick them to go that far. Uh, especially, I, I, I thought Michigan State was going to win. So I had Michigan State in the Elite Eight, and then when they lost, I had to change that entire part of the bracket there. Alabama a few times. They're really good. They're really fast, and they don't miss a whole lot. So I got Alabama coming out of that one. And then uh, late Sunday night, it sucks it's so late for us East Coasters, but uh, Oregon, the seven seed against the six seed USC. Um, other than my own 
my own team. This is the this matchup in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, I'm most hyped about. Um, Oregon looked fantastic, beating the shit out of Iowa, and then you got the Mobley twins. Andy Enfield, a, a very uh, underrated, and probably both these schools were underseeded. Um, ultimately, it doesn't matter which one do you think wins, Bobby and Bryce, uh, and which one has the better chance you think to to knock off the Zags' uh, perfect season. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, like I said earlier, the Pac-12 getting this many teams through, uh, been really good. Oregon. Uh, kind of up and down a little bit. USC's been pretty consistent. They, they take down Kansas. So that that's always – when you take down a blue blood, you always put that notch in your belt. Um, and I, I hate to say it. I oh. I think this this is this is my Michigan to it, Ohio State and Michigan, is USC. And I hate putting them through, but I just would love to see them get creamed in the Elite Eight by Gonzaga. Mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Fucking flip a coin here, guys. I, I I don't give a shit. I'll take Oregon. I think they and only for one reason. They made Luca Garza cry as he was walking off the court, and he can fucking go play in the NBA, go play in the D League or whatever the hell he's gonna do. Um, I don't know if his game translates to the NBA, honestly. But um, save this podcast in case he, he becomes like a bona fide all star. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take Oregon. Uh, you know, USC's defense is, is legit and to see what they did against Kansas. I mean, I know Kansas isn't the Kansas of, of, uh, you know, past 20 years, but they, you know, they pulled, pulled it together and managed to, to grab that three seed and finish strong. So, um, this should be a hell of a game, but I'll take, I'll just take Oregon. I think they've had a little more yeah, success I'm... overall. And I think they've, they deserve, did they make a final four like a couple years ago or didn't they have a pretty good run or they were supposed to, yeah. right? No, that they they yeah, went to a yeah. final four. Or, yeah, 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 I yeah. So. They did. Yeah, they beat uh, Buddy Hield and that Oklahoma team in a regional mm-hmm. final. So fifteen. Yeah, fifteen, maybe? sixteen, maybe. No, no, not. I think it was with sixteen. With I think Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yep. Um, yeah, I I actually had this matchup in my bracket. Uh, one of the few. Uh, nine of the Sweet Sixteen. That's not good for me. Um, but um, I had this matchup. I had the Ducks moving on. Um, I might change my pick, gun the head, but I'll just stay with it uh, for bracket continuity. Um, I got the Zags still moving on now. Uh, real quick, just uh, yes or no. Yes. Bobby. Absolutely. I mean, yes. You don't. You did. Okay, whatever. You, you didn't play yes the game. Yes or no. Right, that's okay. Fucking Bobcat <laughs> always having to be too cool. You win one fucking game. I think you won the championship. Anyway, um, all right. So that's that's our little second weekend in the NCAA tournament preview. Uh, now, uh, real quick, Bryce. I know you. You're excited. Uh, can't keep your pants on. It's. It's been 50 years since we've had a dirt race with cup cars, guys. That's true. Yeah. So we've all been waiting for it. At a place like Bristol, I mean, come on. What else do you need? What else do you need? This is like our dream. It's like NCAA tournament, March Madness is like right in the thick of it. Throwing throwing a dirt race at, what, 6 p.m. on on Sunday, Sunday night, Saturday night. 
What's that happening? Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Sunday yeah. afternoon. Same same thing. I'm my all my phones are in different time zones. So yeah. Um I I'm ready for it. <laughs> I think uh, and and I'll just tell you who I think's gonna win. I, I don't like the guy personally. I think he's kind of a piece of shit for what he did, you know, a year ago, but I think it's Austin Dillon. I think it's his race to win. And uh what what did he do a year ago? Well, was he not the guy that like said the N word on the on the um No. Oh. Never mind. No. <laughs> Who was that? Who was that guy? <laughs> yeah. Um that that was Larson, Kyle Larson. Oh. He just he just he just took Austin Dillon behind the woodshed. Oh, with well, fuck me. <laughs> Well, fuck uh, Mr. Larson, then. I'm sorry, Austin Dillon. That that name just sounds like he's probably been a piece of shit, right? Like Austin Dillon, like two first names. Get the fuck out of here. His son's name is uh, Ace. So, and he just looks like he would say the N word, allegedly, um, if you just take a look at him. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Up haircut now that I'm looking at him. Oh yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, Austin <laughs> Dillon, Jesus. I I didn't expect Austin Dillon to be. I mean, he's not popular. I mean, he's not popular at all, really, uh, with NASCAR fans. But I didn't expect for him to get chopped down uh, on this podcast <laughs> by Bryce's machine. Sorry, gun, but... sorry, he did not. He did not say the N word on a live stream of him playing. E racing, sorry, but I, he's my pick. He's my right. pick. I've already locked it in with all my bookies. So wait, are are you going with Lars? Dylan? No, I'm going. Dylan. Going I'm Austin. going. Dylan. <laughs> I always have been. Will never change. <laughs> okay, okay. Ad uh, in the three going to victory lane according to uh, our NASCAR well, you know expert. Why, you know why, Bobby? I'm going with him. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You know why? No. Well, I. I don't know now. I thought I knew, but go ahead. Because his wife has so much fucking plastic surgery. There's no doubt that <laughs> she is like putting so much pressure on him to make more money. And the fact that like this goober is with this chick. Uh, he's got it. Well, the, let, let, let Bryce or Bobby, you can, if you want, uh, you can, you can dish. Uh, some information about Austin Dillon, if you want, just just his upbringing and, and background, um, if if you want. If not, I can. He's probably related yeah, to somebody. Yeah, famous, just, huh? Is that it? Uh, yeah, well, he is. He, he's yeah. with this chick. He know, like he, he's he must be rich as fuck. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's the epitome of daddy's yeah. money. Um, in this case, kind of dad and grandpa his grandpa owns the race team rcr uh richard childress mm-hmm. who made dale earnhardt famous in the black three um so yeah you could say he's kind of had it easy his whole life um his wife was a former panthers cheerleader i believe um and he's he just corny and he tries to play it off like he's not and you know just real he, fans he, like, like bryce listen hate the guy he, he fucking dabbed before after winning the race okay that's all you need yeah. to know. After it was not cool to dab anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. He so. sounds like my type of guy. I need a good villain. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be a fucking NASCAR fan, I mean, I am a NASCAR fan, racing fan. This is, this is advice for the, the lay person out there. Yeah. I think not. it's like, come in. Pick pick the villain. 
Pick the Dennis Rodman. Pick the Draymond Green. Pick the Terrell Owens. Like the, Vin- yeah, the Vince McMahon. Them. You know why? Because they've done something in their life, whether just be born into a lot of money, or they're actually pretty good. Right? Yeah, he's a fucking yeah, son of like, a bitch. They're doing something right. Like his his sperm made it to that egg. That sperm knew what was on the other side. So, look, there there was a I I don't know the name of the show. I never watched it either. I, I I'm not saying I'm above watching reality television shows, but on CMT there was like a NASCAR wives show and she was like the the main focus of that show. Yeah. Whitney Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I want all that. I want the, I want that guy. I want the guy no one wants. <laughs> so yeah, Bryce is picking the guy that he absolutely yeah. hates the most and, now. Which is odd. And and, and I, I want to give you my underdog pick. Oh, get I it, thought yes. we were doing underdog picks. We we so are now. Is, uh, I'm taking his brother, Ty Dillon. Okay, okay. You know Ty Dillon? <laughs> yeah, I'm a racing fan or what? I I may have heard of him, so but I don't well, know. Anyway, Dillon and Dillon. I'm taking both of them. Um, One and two. The, the Dylan yep. Bros. All right. Uh, it's well, his fucking brother. Bobby, <laughs> what's wrong with that? They're ra- he's racing. No, I, I know. both of them. They're both uh, five yeah. foot yeah. seven yeah. shitheads. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Just, 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 just don't know if Ty's going to be in the Why race or not. Well, they're he. Well, he's not really a cup driver this year, um, full time. That is, and I, Bobby, you might have more information on it than me. But obviously, I know how the qualifying races are going to work. They're going to run those Saturday. Did NASCAR ever say how many cars they're taking to the main event on Sunday? Like, I, I'm assuming they're capping it. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I I haven't. Um, kept up with it. I know there's three or four qualifying yeah. heats on Saturday night. Yeah. And I think the top seven or top eight go through in each of them. So that would put it right around 32. Um, so I think that's kind of where we're looking at. But I mean, not sure if they're going to take into account, you know, the 36 charters for the main teams to automatically qualify if they're going to cap it at 36 or if they're going to try to run a full 40. I uh, just don't know. Um, Ty, Ty Dillon has he will run some select NASCAR top series races this year uh, but not being in there it's kind of tough for him to uh, I, just, through. I just don't know I'll why tell you he what, if, if, if he does if he does that would be I just feel like if they, if they take him out of there That's, if there's some shady shit going on in NASCAR then you know what I mean but and, but you know um all jokes aside, I, I mean, I'm a dirt racing fan. I see this kind of being, oh, it's a wide open, wide open. Because, yeah, because I'm I'm a purist, so I'm gonna be annoyed by like them explaining like what a slide job is or what the cushion is and all these like dirt terms. Yeah, that all these I'm, don't fucking newbies that don't know, know but, shit about 
Like, if you don't know what a slide job is, stay at home. Fucking watch, watch Netflix. Well, no, I, I want people to watch. I want, no, we don't need I that. I want people to watch, sport. but like. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess my thing is like it, it, it might be a disaster that is like. I mean, I can't think of a better, a better like analogy than like, you know how you watch like a car wreck or like a person getting hurt on the video, but you, you just, you just can't stop watching. What? And you keep no, watching I, it. I don't watch. No, like, I, I, no. What are you guys talking about? I'm like, I, like you watch people get hurt. Sorry. And you're like, I have to watch. No, I'm, I'm looking the other way. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. Sorry. I, I'm, I, oh, go oh, ahead. Come on. We've all been there. We've all been there in seventh grade. Right. Watched, watched E-Bomb's World and the Pain Olympics. We've all been there. Yeah, the, yeah. The guy, the guy that like was on top of a train car in India, and he jumps up and dra- he grabs with both hands a a triple phase power line, and boom, watch that. We've, all, we've all watched Face <laughs> of Death and I've seen matured. The, all the crazy yes. shit that happens. Anyway. I've matured. I I only watch that four times a year now. Anyway, <laughs> but like I, that, my point is, yeah, I, I think it'll be kind of like, uh, more or less a big glorified demolition derby type thing. Um, maybe I guess I would. You know, it's gonna have obviously it's at Bristol, so it's gonna have that short track vibe. But I think Bobby maybe and and Bryce could chime in too here. But I think if it's gonna be good it's going to have that road course quality to it where like the cars are too heavy. It's not made to be on this type of circuit or surface. And that's what makes NASCAR fun on road courses. Cause most of the time NASCAR was not built to be a road course, uh, race vehicle, but somehow the awkwardness turns into kind of a shit show, but it's fucking entertaining. And, and I think that's the best case scenario for this Bristol dirt race. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. It's something different. You know, they're trying a whole lot of different things, bringing in new tracks this year. Uh, and like Bryce said, it's the first dirt race NASCAR Cup Series has had in 50 years. So I think it's going to be different. Um, you know, going to dirt track races you, it, with with different series, you you expect different things. And you know, they're they're tonight they're showing on FS1 right now um, some i racing at the dirt track, and it's supposed to kind of emulate kind of the track conditions on Sunday afternoon. And like you said, it's just everyone slipping and sliding, running into each other. There's no, like, it doesn't seem like there's any strategy involved or outside of four or five of these guys that have raced on dirt don't really know what they're doing, but it's anything can happen. It's Bristol. It's a short track race at its heart. And I, I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll bring in a lot more eyes on the sport um, more than have came through the last year. So I think it's going to be fun. I don't think we get a new, a new winner. We've had six winners in six races this year, which is almost, almost awesome. what we had all of last year between all 36 races. Um, but I think one of the guys is going to win, uh, Larson and Christopher Bell, obviously both have won a race this year. Um, both very strong dirt track guys, both finished one, two at the chili bowl this year. Um, so I'm going to, my pick for this one's going to be Christopher Bell, um, young driver at Joe Gibbs, my team there. Um, I'm excited for him. He's got a great future ahead of him. He's in a great car and I think he's going to be right there at the front near the whole time. And I think he's going to pull through and then a dark horse in this one, anything can happen. Uh, I, I don't know. Give me, 
someone like like a Ross Chastain who can just kind of hang around in the middle of the pack, comes to the end, he can find himself up in the top five and with a chance to win. Now, how come Chastain you know, gets the fucking run and 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 my Dylan Dylan boy doesn't get to? <laughs> That's bullshit. I, I mean, riddle me that. Take, I don't get it. Take take it up with Mike Helton. It's uh, it's the charter system, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I I will give two names. I will give two names. This is me being completely a dirt homer bias, but two guys you're gonna get on the cheap if you want to make it a little more interesting. Play a Fanduel, play a DraftKings lineup. But uh, Chris Wyndham is gonna make his first uh, start. In NASCAR, uh, he's a USAC driver, sprint car driver, non-wing guy. Uh, but he's also ran some Indy Light stuff in his career. Um, and like I said, you're going to get him on the cheap. Um, and he's got dirt experience. So, I mean, you got to go with him. Um, I don't I don't really see Mike Marler. He's a late model guy um, as well, kind of a dirt ringer. I don't really see him uh, doing that well. But my other name is uh, – why am I blanking on the kid's name? California Sprint Car Racer, Shane Golubic. Okay. Yeah. It just came It just came to me. Shane Golubic, another guy. So put Golubic, put Wyndham in your fantasy lineups. If, I mean, they got to make the, the race. But if they make the race, um, I wouldn't be surprised if either one or both those guys kind of squeak out a, a top 15, a top 10 um, at, the, at the end of the race come Sunday. But – uh, I'm with you, Bobby. I mean, it, it's probably Gonzaga Baylor to go back to the NCAA tournament right now. But, uh, you know, um, Bell Larson kind of showdown. Um, I think that's kind of where we're, we're going to. Of course, you know, both guys obviously have the dirt experience. But, uh, you know, two of the top, what, four or five uh, pieces of equipment when you look at Hendrick and Gibbs. Um, bring into the racetrack. So, um, also Chase Elliott, he's been running some dirt stuff. Yeah, recently, yeah. So, um, I, I need to have know, a, what, I need to have a backup it. pick if if Ty is out if he doesn't race, and and I would like to go with Brad Kozlowski. So, yep, that's okay. That's my. Uh, I get three. I get three picks this uh, this week. So, yep, give me the Dillons and. Uh, I like Kozlowski. He he's he's raced dirt before, I'm sure. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, I don't think there's any I, doubt. He's raced in the dirt. So, guys, all I say is I've watched a lot of I've watched a lot of NASCAR, <laughs> um, especially when they announced the dirt track race, and I went back into the archives and just looked up old. You know, okay, the King. You guys might call him Richard Petty. I call him the King, who's known for, you know, riding on dirt, racing in dirt, and he has had trouble. So I'm just thinking, if that guy, the fucking King, has trouble, it's going to be a shit show. So I, I can't disagree. I, I that yeah. that much I yeah All right, that good. much I will agree on. All right, well, I, th- I think we've exhausted uh, the NASCAR topic. Uh, real quick, i just thrown this on the fly. Bryce, you can, you can okay. partake, too, if you want. But, Bobby, I'll start with you. Give me, a, uh, give me a winner for the F1 opener this weekend. Uh, and then 
give me uh, your world drivers champ and your constructors champ. We still might do a Formula One, like go in depth with each team and make some jokes or whatever, but just real quick, your F1 predictions. Yeah. Um, so a- after uh, off-season testing there the last couple weeks ago, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, um, you know, obviously a lot of teams don't want to show everything they got. Uh, looked the best, ran the most laps. Um, but, you know, Mercedes has just been so dominant the last seven years that I think they just continue to roll. I think Mercedes is going to end up as the constructor champion again, um, winning that trophy, taking it home. They got a, probably the strongest lineup in F1 with Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. Um, race winner this Sunday, um, give me Max Verstappen. You know, if he qualifies uh, one, two, or three, which I think he will, I think he gets off to a good start. Um, I think Red Bull made a lot of progress last year with the threes. Um, a lot of those components carry over, and they've looked super strong. Um, they did run a heavier – or not not as heavy fuel load as Mercedes did at testing. Um, so I think if he gets out and avoids any trouble going in the turn one, I think he kind of pulls away with it. Um, and then my world champion, I, I just – he's consistent. He's in the best equipment. He's got the best car. I think he breaks the record this year, stands alone at the top of the sport. And uh, we all know where we're going with this. Uh, Sir Lewis Hamilton now. I actually agree on all three of those points. That's that's that, those were my picks too. Bryce, do you have uh, any F one? Yeah, Mister Red Bull, I gotta throw it to my buddy from Guadalajara, Mexico, Sergio Perez. So yeah, well, yeah. I think I think uh, yep. I'll take him. Check out. He's a uh, he's he. I is he I new? Is he new to the the team? Up to Red Bull or no? Yeah, yeah. Brand new to the team. I like that. Kind of controversial too. Yeah, what did he take like the other guy's spot yeah. on the team or something? Is that what happened? Who am I thinking of? Is that it? Well, is that like there's Al Albon really Alex Albon didn't really perform and Red Bull is notorious for just not giving their their drivers uh really chances to screw up and and not run well, but it's weird that they went outside of their their feeder system they're driving academy at the lower uh, formulas to get a driver they usually that per- they promote within but um yeah so a lot of pressure for sure mm-hmm. on uh, sergio perez which i bobby i i think don't you kind of have a little little beef with yeah the I, I, I really don't like him good um good i'm glad <laughs> i hope i and, hope uh... i hope he fucking ruins everything <laughs> and like like I hope Sergio like has no reason to talk shit to Bobby's favorite person, and he just does for no reason because he's like the new guy, and finally finds like a little bit of success, and uh, just has to prove a point. So go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. Yeah, Checo just he just irks me. Um, I just don't like his personality. Um, I was a big Alex Albon fan. Um, I thought you know he came on strong last year. He got two podiums. He was qualifying better at the end of the year, racing better. And I feel like he was given a raw deal, although his predecessor got even more of a raw deal, didn't even get a full year in the Red Bull seat, um, and ended up winning the race for Red Bull's sister team, AlphaTauri, um, Pierre Gasly, who if you haven't read his article on the Players' Tribune, you should give that a read. Um, it's really good, really insightful to him. Uh, but yeah, Checo, I just hope he blows an engine every race. Wow. I just don't like him. <laughs> wow. 
Well, we'll Hard. fucking see. We'll see about that. All right. Yeah. We will see. Um, yeah, I, I just hope uh, – I mean, I, I, I kind of hope Danny Rick and, and McLaren kind of get rolling a little bit this year. Um, but I think Max is probably the best chance to give Lewis a run um, for, for his money. But I, I think Lewis ends up getting uh, title number eight. And uh, I think, what, it'd be nine straight Constructors Championships in the Turbo Hybrid era for Mercedes-AMG Petronas. So, uh, anyway, boys, I think we've uh, we've done a podcast. Yeah, Would just, just one or? in closing. The the Browns are on the, oh, okay, go. the verge of signing Jadavian Clowney. It would be nasty. Be nasty. And uh, the Steelers are having to deal with their fucking – Little boy, wide receiver, Chase Claypool, getting in bar fights. So you can just see where, like, the directions are heading for both teams. It's, like, literally opposites. Just, like, Browns are rising to the top. The Steelers are fighting in bars, um, probably in, like, Gary, Indiana or something. So, uh, anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. If the, the Browns have already I – mean, and we, we haven't really touched on free agency, and I know we won't do it tonight – we, yeah, we, we can't. We can't. We can't. Yeah, we'll get to one I feel now, like the Browns sure. really, really up their game. And I think uh, bring, uh, on a like a real low contract with a lot of incentives would be fantastic. So, anyway, that's that's all, Bobby. That's all I got for you tonight. I mean, allegedly he got in a fight. There's nothing that compared to him yet. It's, so. it's him. Like, I've, TMZ is never, I don't think, ever sent anything out that's been false so it's tmz approved it's he's kicking a dude in the face and i don't think he should his face shouldn't have been there. i don't think honestly <laughs> it was so bad i feel like the Steelers should probably get some sort of probation period of where they can't draft this year and also probably take the maybe first four or five games out sit them sit them out so Goodell mentioned something about I mean, a probation period for the Steelers this year so i'm hoping he he cracks down on this you can't have that have that. All right, keep keep them healthy for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All I gotta say, Browns you this year, no doubt, no doubt about it. This is our our time. All right, fellers. Well, um, I think that's a very interesting podcast. Kind of touched uh, a lot of <laughs> topics, um, but next week <laughs> we're gonna come back talk Final Four um, for sure. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe we could do a little free agency free agency talk um, soon. And uh, I'm sure Gearhead, Mister Bryce, would uh, love to recap maybe a, a crazy weekend in motorsports. So, uh, but I'll uh, throw it to Bobby first. Any famous last words? Uh, no, not your spring ball starting up. So I'm getting Irish fever back. That sounds dangerous. It's it's, it's nothing to mess with. <laughs> All right, it's Bryce, hard to really look up, you know, towards spring ball when you got the Dillon brothers sitting so pretty. So, um, go baby, make it happen, make it happen, baby. All right, thanks, fellas, for jumping on. Uh, rate, review, subscribe as always. Follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast Pcast, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>